Welcome to the Inspectations Podcast, hosted by Justin Starbird, CEO of the Abley Group. In business, one of the most difficult tasks a leader must do is find a way to inspect what they expect. Too often, great businesses fail or managers lose their way because they were operating based on expectations that they had not yet inspected. The Inspectations Podcast brings together business leaders from all industries to talk about best practices, innovation, leadership, and business development. You're listening to the Inspectations Podcast. Here's your host, Justin Starbird. Welcome back to the Inspectations Podcast. My name is Justin Starbird, and today I get to welcome an old friend, a current you know, client, partner, whatever you want to say. Ken Gray, the Vice President of Business Development for Rise Robotics, joins me today. Ken, thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. Always nice to be with you. Well, we get to do this a lot for uh, for Rise and uh, and your company um, there in Massachusetts. Uh, but it's really exciting to be able to do it uh, for Tag and and the Inspectations podcast because um, I, I love to hear your story. It's always great to catch up with you. So this is really cool. Yeah, and it's great for us too because Tag is, has become such an important partner and really an integral member of the team of the of the rise robotics team so it's uh yeah this just seems like a natural connection a natural outcome of all of our conversations or a part of our normal conversations <laughs> yeah no doubt well uh you know just so people know uh because this is a, a different audience tell me a little bit about rise robotics and and then your role there so rise robotics was a is a company that was founded um at mit gosh, over 11 years ago now, uh, by three MIT graduates and a Rhode Island School of Design graduate. And they were originally thinking about human performance amplification, exoskeletons, but they, they really were focused on exoskeletons for fun. Uh, they, you know, the leap of a tall building in a single bound kind of ideas or an Iron Man kind of an idea. And what came out of that was a pivot of the business to more of an industrial application of one of the solutions for a problem they had with exoskeletons. And that was that they couldn't figure out how to generate enough speed, force, displacement, uh, and uh, without using hydraulics. And they wanted to find a, they wanted to find a fluid free means and very lightweight way of delivering that much power, uh, which is what we call rise cylinder today. Uh, which is an alternative to hydraulic cylinder and in industrial applications like material handling, mining, and construction. And it's really just starting to, it really feels like it's just starting to take off. We've had some success on the Department of Defense side, and we have our first commercial application of Rise Cylinder with our partner, Anthony Liftgates, uh, to, uh, which is, and they're just in the process of launching the first all-electric uh, lift gate for class eight delivery trucks. There, I did that in one breath. How's that? How's that <laughs> for getting through the story? No, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, your role is integral to that because you're on the business development side. What does that mean on a day-to-day -day basis? Oh, gosh, you know, um, I think business development has a really clear role at a big at, at big companies. But when you when you have 25 people and I my, I tend to wear a lot of hats, but uh, really what I want to do in business development is connect Rise Robotics to industrial partners or potential clients that collaborate with us to improve the products that they deliver to serve their customers. And 
So a lot of a lot of work around establishing and maintaining healthy business relationships with those companies. But I also get into, you know, a, a lot of product development work, uh, a lot of people development work. I've always said in my career that I want every meeting to be about improving the people product and processes involved. So I, I tend to be on one of those three, if not all of those three in every discussion I have uh, at Rise and with, uh, and with, and with TAG. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And, you know, we're the recipients of a lot of that information and insight uh, to, you know, help tell the, the Rise story. And so in your opinion, uh, you know, I see what makes Rise unique every day, but, you know, how do you explain what makes the vision so different than what's out there today? Well, it's one of those P's. One, it's, it's the people part of it. There's this incredible, it's, a, it's an amazing group of, of engineers that want to solve problems. And they're all, they're all, they've all come together because they want to, design better machines. So I think the, I think the primary differentiator is, is some brilliant young diverse group of people that, that are really passionate about developing products that are unique and really do the job better than anything else. And I I think that's probably first and foremost, what sets us apart. And then the other thing that sets, that sets the company apart is the, is the product that they have developed, the technology, Rise technology that they have developed. And what's so unique about it is that it's, you know, 65 to 90%, it uses 65 to 90% less power than hydraulics does that, which is the traditional way that that industrial machines move. So there's a dramatic opportunity to reduce fuel. There's an incredible opportunity to to make lighter machines, more efficient machines, quieter machines. Um, so I think I think it's that combination of things. I think it's the it's the passionate people, highly skilled, that have been you know, kind of released to uh, innovate around this incredible technology that's, uh, again, it's really just starting to take off. Yeah, it is just starting to take off. And, and you know, I, I speak for our team when I say how lucky we feel to be a, a part of, of this um, growth and, and its current trajectory. When, you know, we, we joined you just uh, shortly after you came aboard at Rise. And, you know, to my recollection, you're tasked with helping tell the Rise story. And, uh, you know, there's so much that's gone into that. Um, how, you know, what made it so clear that that was a uh, priority once you started with Rise? And, and how did you uh, think about coming up with a content strategy for that? Well, I think fundamentally it, it, it was that, you know, I mean, I had 33 years of industrial experience come, you know, before coming in to rise. And, and the, I think the overriding thought was that if everyone knew about this, this would be a giant business. And, and you know, if everyone knew how effective this technology is at solving their problems, that Rise Robotics would be a huge business. And so what's missing? It, it wasn't the technology. It wasn't the capability. It, it was awareness in the marketplace that 
what RISE can do and the benefits that, that working with RISE to, you know, develop better equipment could deliver. And so it started right there. It, it, you know, we couldn't afford to be, you know, industrial machinery's best kept secret you know we right. needed to get we needed to, we needed to get we needed to come out of the closet and uh, and let people know who rise is what we do and why it matters and and so our content strategy was all about just that you know who is rise you know what do we do and why does that matter and so we used a variety of means to to deliver that message right and and you your, you know, tag is a is a very important part of the trajectory that we're on because, you know, I mean, gosh, where did we start? Just we started with let's get the website, let's get it, let let let's get ourselves into a 21st century website, you know, yep. and let you know, let's just get that messaging right first, um, then then let's then let's start adding content purposefully, you know, let's let's create let's get into the rise inside podcast and you know talk to founders and investors um and you know and early customers you know early adopters about you know who rise is where we came from what we do why it matters uh, and then we added blog content and then video snippets and then we started using social media outlets twitter and facebook and and linkedin and uh, and and we just it's been you know we've had a a very I'd say comprehensive strategy around that explanation of, you know, who rises, what we do, why it's important and, and how we take that out and generate what we want to do is generate interest uh, enough interest that people would reach out and touch us. And I think one of my favorite measures, I've said this to you before, you know, <laughs> you know, when I came to rise, I don't know, it's not been that long, right? It's been, how long has it been anyway, 15 months, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. You know, we had, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a commercial right now, you know, an auto insurance commercial that says, you know, this is going to get tens and tens of views. Uh, I love the, it's the mayhem commercial that's on right now. Literally Rise's website was getting tens of views per month. Right. 15 months ago, we're getting thousands of views per month. You know, we get, we, we get, I mean, I'm almost, I'm almost ready to say we get tens of thousands of views per month. Uh, and we're close to, I'm close to that. I need, I think, I still think technically I need to say thousands of views per month, but for a company of 25 that hasn't, you know, that, that hasn't, that isn't, you know, what a pub, not a public company. We haven't done our AC, our, our A round of investment yet. We're still 25 employees. That's a remarkable improvement that that's three orders of magnitude of improvement, uh, of visibility just measured by simply how many people are visiting the website. Um, that's been a, a remarkable, a remarkable advancement in, uh, in just really the 12 months we've been doing this together. Oh, well, and you, you, uh, you hit the nail on the head there saying that, um, you know, it's, it's gotten eyeballs on it, but it's also uh, seemed to have gotten the right eyeballs on the site. And I think there's a difference there. Uh, between just having thousands of views uh, to have thousands of views versus having, you know, even the, the dozens or the, the hundreds um, of right visitors. And, <laughs> and, and I think, uh, I think that's been 
that's been something that's been uh, really important to it as, as well. And, you know, how have you seen the quality of, of uh, visitor prospects come through versus when you started, uh, you know, 15 months ago? Well, in the beginning, we had a CRM, right? I mean, we've, we've not changed. Uh, we, use the, we use the HubSpot uh, contact um, uh, uh, contact management tool. So we're not, and we haven't changed that. However, in the beginning, it was, I would say, kind of a passive use of that tool. We had a list of, you know, we had a list of contacts, we had a list of companies and we, and, and that was, we, we just kind of kept track of them that way. And then, you know, we advanced to the point where now the website populates the CRM and we are able to pr- very proactively see who has looked at the website, what they have looked at, and communicate with them personally as a, you know, in a manner consistent with the way they looked at the website. So we're not hitting them with some kind of a bot. You know, I'm personally engaged in communicating, and so is the tag team. Um, personally engaged with in communicating with with people that are interested in what we're doing in a in a very personal way and that has generated that has generated responses that have translated into you know that have translated into deals at the very least translated into ndas where we can have confidential conversations very often that very often work their way into some to a collaborative arrangement that is a revenue generating arrangement for rise and a profit generating and a profit generating arrangement as well. Yeah. It's certainly the opportunities there. Hang it. Now that you have the, you know, qualified prospects coming in that are raising their hand, that you're getting the opportunity to talk to uh, personally in, in a way that, that just wasn't possible before. How has that made uh, your job? I wouldn't say easier, but more fun to learn about projects that are out there that there are applications for Rise to be used in. Well, it certainly has made my job more focused. You know, I, I'm I'm spending the time I spend working with potential clients is with well qualified people who are you know typically interested, if not very interested, in what we do. And I shouldn't say that we just use a tool. Uh, we worked with. You know, Lauren on your team has been instrumental in helping us craft, I would say is the right word, a sales funnel. And by that, I mean, you know, we have a hopper where where we have potential leads in, and then we move them through a sequence of, of, of steps that work them toward, you know, higher and higher confidence that we're going to do business together. And so it is a, it's a, a well-defined process that we adjust as we learn. Um, and, and then we document all the communications that we have with each client in the tool in HubSpot, as well as house all of the documents that we have traded um, back and forth. So, and, you know, if there's a non-disclosure agreement, it's in the tool. If there's a, you know, if I share with them the story of Rise, what we call the collaborators pitch, it's in there. Uh, so, um, and anything we receive from them is, uh, is housed there as well. So it's really a one safe location that helps me be much more 
focused, much more efficient, um, and uh, helps my confidence that I am that I am actually working with the right clients uh, as we go forward. Yeah, I, I certainly, uh, Lauren has been, a, uh, she's a huge asset to our team. She's a huge asset to your team and, and many of our clients' teams in terms of project management and seeing, uh, getting things done, right? You, a lot of times uh, in a role like uh, that you're in, you can come up with an idea, you, you speak a concept, and then uh, you need it to see it, see it through to, to fruition. Um, you know, what does, what does the project management role, what has that done for you? And how has that led to, you know, uh, more productive conversations with, with your CEO, Aaron Acosta, and, and even the board? Well, I would say, gosh, first thing I would say is that Lauren is a member of the Rise Robotics team, and so are you, and, and that's how you act. That is, you're not advisors to us, you're doers. I mean, of course, you're advisors, but you typically bring me something that you want to do, and, and, you know, and then you do it. <laughs> And, and, and that's incredibly important. I mean, for us, especially for a small business, I, we don't need advisors. We need doers and, and you all behave as integral members of our team. Uh, and, and, and that's highly appreciated. Then the other question that you asked is, you know, how does it affect, improve our communication? We now have a very crisp business development package of material that it's easy to maintain that uh, talks about what is in the sales funnel and the status of, of, of the sales funnel, how many deals are there that are active, et cetera. Um, and it just makes it very easy. The reporting that we've generated with, uh, with your help, it just makes it very, very easy to be prepared for a board meeting or a sit down with my CEO uh, or with my team, it, it, it takes minutes to prepare. Um, and that, again, that helps my efficiency and focus. Well, I, it also improves the, you know, element of uh, enjoyment for what you're doing. You came out of retirement for this. And uh, I recall there being a lot of stress uh, related to trying to pull this piece of information and pull that piece of information and, you know, Hey, what did I get myself into? And, and today uh, it's pretty exciting to hear not only you speak about the the team and the progress, but also, well, what's coming next. Yeah. Well, I have failed at, I have failed at retirement. I guess I probably ought to start. (laughs) I've been a miserable failure at retirement. And I'm not, I think I've said this before to you that, that my dad said that one of the secrets to longevity is meaningful work. And, and I do think that the passion and enthusiasm that the RISE team has uh, is, uh, is contributing to longevity. It's definitely keeping, helping keep me young. Um, you know, I think, I think you're right that, that you've got to have process discipline to make work more enjoyable. And I know people don't, you know, people don't generally like the discipline aspects of it, but if, but if you can put in, you know, if you can put in, and we're just, we've been talking about managing the sales funnel, we have a discipline process in place about how we treat potential clients that come to the portal, right? And we know exactly what we're going to, what we're going to do and we know what the steps are. And when you have that kind of clarity, as much work as it was to get to that kind of clarity, you're right. It's a lot more fun because we are, we are 
number one, confident that we're working with the right clients, that is, they're qualified. And number two, we know the steps along the way and we can execute those steps and we don't have to reinvent them every time. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to reinvent the non-disclosure agreement process every time. I don't have to, I don't have to think about what materials to send them because we've, we have a process about what they're going to receive every step of the way. And that just makes it easier to think about, you know, the, the more interesting aspects of the job. Maybe that's why Steve Jobs wore the same outfit every day, right? He didn't want to worry about that stuff. I'm just yeah. going to wear the same clothes every single day because I'm going to spend my time working and focusing, thinking about the things that I want to work on. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not to that extreme. I, my, I just have the same breakfast every single day, which drives my wife completely insane. But I don't have time to worry about that. That's a fuel stop. Let's move on to what we want to do. Yeah, decision fatigue. I, I understand that. So where are there uh, still some areas of improvement and, and where do you see, you know, the, the process taking us all? That's a really good question. I do, I see us more, uh, you know, we did some trade show work last year at the battery show, which was awesome. I see us doing more of that together going forward. And, uh, and I also see, I see, you know, I guess, I guess I want to see more, video content. I mean, we've had some, we've developed some great video content together, but I think we're going to be developing more of that and more snippet 30 second pieces that are, you know, much more suitable for uh, social media than anything we've had ever had before is, is probably one of the ways. And then um, I think that we're, I think the other thing that's happening is we're, pulling our tag team members into more of the upfront conversations, the qualifying conversations. You know, you, yeah. you've become so familiar with the business. Uh, you're getting so engaged with the business that I, that I think that there are going to be more and more opportunities to, you know, to engage in, in far more of those, uh, of those qualifying conversations that, that have to happen. And I, I think, you know, number one, you're, you're going to, you're really good at that. Number two, you know, our business extremely well. And number three, those conversations can, those explorations can be a whole lot of fun. So they're rewarding conversations to have. I think we're going to, so I think we're going to make some more progress in that space. I absolutely agree there. And and it's a lot of, I, for me, it's always interesting to, to hear about uh, how we can create solutions to problems that I quite literally didn't know existed in some cases. And so the different use cases that come up with Rise um, and the ways in which, you know, that our team can be deployed. I mean, I think that's always something interesting too, because uh, the way in which we work together, the scope of work is pretty pretty open. Uh, and, you know, we, we work hard to, to be a member of that team. And right down the hall, even though, you know, you uh, sit in Florida, the office is in, in Somerville and we're in Portland, Maine. So, you know, I get it. Yeah, don't yeah, don't don't tell me that you can't have a, a remote a remote virtual team and not make it work because we definitely have figured it out. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I spot on, Justin. I, I'm I mean, it's really exciting. These are these are fun problems to work on. And, uh, and I'm right there with you. I, you know, I've, uh, we're solving problems I didn't know existed and that's, uh, that is intriguing. So, um, 
And then the other thing I'd say is you have core competencies that we do not want to have at Rise. And I, and I, and let's let me be very careful about that. They're they're desirable core competencies, but I want my engineers focused on engineering problems, not on business development problems, not on sales problems, uh, not on marketing promotion problem uh, opportunities and problems. I I. That's a core. Those are core competencies that TAG has that I want to leverage and I want to keep my, you know, my super engineering team focused on making the best products on the planet. And and that's what they're really good at. So I like that. I like that uh, we're able to leverage your um, I like that we're able to leverage your skills and we don't have to develop those ourselves. Yeah, and I'm thankful for the opportunity. We we certainly enjoy it. It's it's always great. We got to make this a uh, regular part of uh, this podcast where we just get to talk about some of these some of these things that come up. God, happy to you. Well, you know, I, no one loves the sound of his own voice more than Ken Gray. So anytime, man, <laughs> anytime you want me, I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to join you. It's and and it's seriously, we've become. We started off as colleagues and somehow became friends and family along. I don't know how to, I don't know how that happens, but it just does. And <laughs> right. uh, you know, so any anytime you uh, want to chat, you know, I'm you know I'm up for it. And you know, it took a whole lot of planning for me. I think it took me about thirty seconds of prep to get into this today. So yeah, you yeah. know, I think we can handle it. Yeah, we, we do a pretty good job with this, whichever platform we're on. So I appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for coming today. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. You have been listening to the Inspectations podcast. On behalf of your host, Justin Starbird, and our guests today, thank you for listening. To learn more about the Inspectations podcast, our guest, or the Abley Group, please visit us at www.ablegroup.com. Be sure to keep inspecting what you are expecting.